It's tournament time. We'll talk Continental Classic World Tag League. CM Punk is back. It's all on the way. Let's go. Third League Radio. Yeah, like I said, it is tournament time. So uh, before we get into the big tournaments, uh, the World Tag League, the Continental Classic, I want to check in all Japan with our friend Ryan Davidson, former Red River champion. He is in Japan teaming with Cyrus in the tag league over there. Uh, three wins, two losses. Got six points in the tag league. Currently sitting in fourth place. Tied hey, for fourth place something. over there. Yeah. That's something. Hey, big guy, you know, making do. World Tag League. So into the real tournament stuff. Talking World Tag League. Getting into the standings. B Block has two undefeated teams. So I guess that's where we'll start. Just five guys. Uh... Taichi, Yuya, Yamura. I'm, I totally screwed. Cobain's going to get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, missed that got, guy. They've got six points. They've got three wins. Uh, Monster Sauce, Lance Archer, Alex Zane, also six points in B block. Moving over to A block, got six points. TMDK, Mighty Don't Neal, Mikey Nichols, Shane Hayes. They're the only undefeated team in A block. But, uh, yeah, so... I think they're really trying to push TMDK, but I think it's going to come down to TMDK, just five guys. Even though Lance Archer, uh, Alex Zane might be a big surprise for them. I didn't think they thought, uh, I didn't, I don't think they thought the team would get over as well as it has. Well, look at the, look at the standings, look how they broke them up and everything. Uh, from our uh, last, uh, our last podcast and everything, we were talking about uh, the A and B blocks and everything. It's obvious what they're trying to do with the B block. They're trying to build something there well uh, okay something that may not well I, I guess it's obvious once you look at it on paper but Yuji Nagata Minoru Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki they're teaming up and you think two legends coming together team up no wins zero points all losses they don't need it I'm well there was a backstage segment I saw on Twitter where Suzuki is telling he says, hey, I've kept up with the times. You have it. Your style is old. It's slow. I think it's building to two legends meeting up. Wrestle Dream. Ah, uh, it's meant Not to be. Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, my goodness. Summer Wrestle Fest. Dream is such a Japanese name. That's why. Right. I'm- <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's a great name for it. But it's yeah, Omega Wrestle Kingdom. Continental Classic. Okay, the American G1, the Continental Classic. Back underway, or getting back underway this week. Uh, talking about the first, well, standing so far in Gold League, which Gold League's had a full first round. Blue League hasn't had a full first round of matches. Uh, Brian Danielson, I guess, maybe still suffering from the effects of the orbital bone break. He shouldn't be. He really shouldn't <laughs> wrestling, be wrestling right now. He shouldn't but, be wrestling. Uh, him and Andrade, they're going to be meeting up this week. But uh, so we'll start with Gold League, where they've had a full first round. Well, you've got Jay White, Swerve Strickland, John Moxley, all getting wins. Uh, they've got three points, no ties, no draws so far in the tournament. Mox got the win over uh, Mark Briscoe. Swerve got the win over Lethal, and Jay White got the win over Roosh. Moving on over to Blue League, Claudio gets the win over Daniel Garcia. He's got three points, while Brody King, surprisingly. I was thinking Eddie Kingston was going to go on undefeated. Up until he met Danielson. I thought it was going to be Danielson Kingston. 
But Brody King gets, gets the win in that uh, matchup there. Brody King's got three points. So this week, Danielson and Andrade are set to meet up. Who else is going on this week? Uh, see if we can't find it over here. Yeah, you can hear the paper turning this week. Uh, He's wrestling around, folks. <laughs> Blue League. Well, uh, I guess Blue League's finishing up round one. They're starting round two. As Danielson and uh, Andrade are going to meet up. Then you've got uh, Brody King, Claudio Castagnoli, and Eddie Kingston taking on Daniel Garcia. I don't see No, wait, excuse me. I think I've got that wrong. Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, Andrade Idolo, El Idolo versus Daniel Garcia. Okay, there we go. That's Blue League this week. I don't. I have no doubts in my mind that Claudio's going to pull that victory out of that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless, unless they're going like... Unless they want to build a monster with Brody King, but I don't... They should. Yeah. They should. He's got the talent. He's got the skills. I mean, give him a chance. And you've got two matches in Gold League this week. Swerve and uh, Jay White. John Moxley and Jay Lethal. Swerve and Jay White's a really good one. I don't... You would think that Swerve would maybe get the win because he's got the momentum, but, like, White's got the momentum, too. And if you take... The loss to MJF coupled with a loss to Swerve, he might not get that back real quickly. So it's a right. bit of a toss-up. You toss to do a lot of work with him if you did that to him. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, either one winning is a win for us. I mean, it's going to be a good match. Oh, yeah. Oh, the whole Continental Classic. Oh, my goodness. Of course. That whole thing. I mean, I know Tony was trying to get a G1 going and all that in the, uh, in the, in the American sense, but, my God, he is really... Every match is going to be good in that thing. You're listening to Third League Radio. Uh, but moving on to, <laughs> well, something where I didn't think, uh, to be quite honest, I didn't think a lot of matches were good. Survivor Series. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, we're throwing the cards on the table, folks. This is where it gets to be a rant fest. Enjoy. Well, I mean, I, I didn't much like it. Uh, you know, um, it was a it was a boring pay per view. There it wasn't really was. a lot to it. You know, you expected Gunther to get the win. You expected Santos Maria to get the win. Uh, oddly, the, okay, the only thing that surprised me: Damage Control lost in the women's war games. I thought they were going to get the win, even though I shouldn't have thought that. Shotzi had that horrible promo. <laughs> but overall, that was a good match. I'm yeah. not... I, now, of course, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not the hugest women's wrestling fan. They've got to really do something to impress me. You know, and yeah. it's not just name recognition or, oh, hey, this is Flair's daughter. You know, like none of that. <laughs> that stuff doesn't impress me. Yeah. If you get in the ring, if you if you do the work and everything, that that's what impresses me. The women's board game match was better than the men's match. Man, see, I was going to get to the men's match. I was... N- mm. the, the only thing that saved this match was Randy Orton falling down. <laughs> and I don't mean that. And I mean, they tossed J.D. McDonough off of the uh, top of the... And that's all Orton's got to do is just basically fall down. Yeah. And he times it perfectly. <laughs> it was the best thing about the match. I mean, honestly, and I hate to be that, that rude about it, but because, I mean, you see the names in the match. I mean... Maybe Dominic might be the only one I don't like in the whole thing, but you expect it to be like, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe I had it worked up in my head of 
it's going to be. It looked and, really good on paper. Yeah. It yeah. did. But see, the thing about Randy Wharton, he comes out there at the RKO out of nowhere. That's pretty much uh, our current generation's version of like hulking up or, or whatever. <laughs> it is. Like, wow. it's not even a it's not even a cutter. It's not a DDT. It was a different mystique when, you know, when uh, Jake the Snake would come out and do the DDT. It was a different, uh, a different vibe when uh, DDP would do the diamond cutter. Mm-hmm. And now this RKO comes out. And it's more for show because, like, at this point, he does it where it looks like he's falling down. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's He's falling down it. with style, panache, you know, that. <laughs> but then, just as War Games is going off the air, and I think it's already over and done with, I've got my last glass of whiskey, I'm about to head to bed. Here comes Cult of Personality, blaring over the speakers. Out comes Pepsi Phil. You know, I, uh... Trying not trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because I've been. He's not a fan. <laughs> well, That's no. what he's trying to say. He's not a fan of how it happened. I'm Maybe. not a fan of punk right now because of. I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, Vince's fault, WWE's fault. I'm totally with you. I'm down with that. Get to all elite. Okay, well maybe you guys just had a thing. That'll be fine. That'll, then it just keeps coming. It keeps coming. It's like, dude, you're the common denominator here. What's going on, bud? And at this point, I'm like, Jeff Hardy, CM Punk, both on their very last chance. You hope the best for them. You want them to... For totally different reasons, <laughs> yeah, though. For totally, totally different reasons. Totally different reasons. Totally different reasons. You want them to not screw up anymore, but... Uh, if if Jeff screws up again, he's going to die. So that's 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 where that comes from. Yeah, that's where the... He's going to die, and it's going to be sad. That. We're going to be here, and, and, and like we'll do a podcast about it crying because we're, we're sad yeah, about the yeah. guy that, you know, whatever. With Punk. Um, he just might not get another job. Well, I mean... It's mainstream. Well, I'm, I'm quite sure he can do something else. I mean, he wrote some comic books, yeah. like a comic book or something in between. And he's probably got enough money. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. I think he does want to wrestle. I just think that he thinks that... Um, I think he thinks he's worth more than what he actually is at this point. Yeah. And yeah. right now, we're let, we're feeding that. We're <laughs> we feeding are, that. We are, by actually talking look at, about look it. At, yeah. Look at all the... Uh, the Look at all the uh, stuff that's coming through the social media and everything like that. <laughs> Talking about all the streams, like six million streams of something yeah, like that. Uh, of his return. Just to watch him return. It, and, yeah, he didn't do anything. He came just out and he waved. Came out. Yeah, he was he was waving at Randy Orton. By the way, if you guys didn't realize <laughs> that, Randy and him were like waving to each well, other. Well, yeah, there's some footage I saw of a fan. Uh, Randy's in the ring pointing to an imaginary watch, going, "Hey, hurry up! What are you doing?" Yeah, and then of course the Rhea Ripley, you know that was that oh, was yeah, a funny yeah, one too, yeah. and of course Seth Rollins. Yeah, the storyline there—that's been beat to for death. A while, like beat when they to thought death was, already. I'm already sick of it. When they thought he was coming over for WrestleMania, Seth was going, "No, I don't like him. He's a cancer." <laughs> you do a really good Seth Rollins. That's that's dead on. Well, I thought know, he was in the room. Close my, do it again. Close my eyes. Well, see, Derek's that's, gone. That's the thing me and Cobain have talked about on uh, on Rollins. It's like I love everything about Rollins except. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that part of his character that it's he's doing imp- now. Well, he he always tries. He's a tryhard, and God love him for it. You know, <laughs> like he goes out there and he just. He just throws the most random stuff out there. Yeah, and it just, I mean, and some of it, it catches, works. some of it catches, and then some of it's just like, okay, you're dressed yeah. up like a white Power Ranger. Good there you go, you. buddy. There you Good go. job, buddy. Look at that. <laughs>
Match of the Week. Oh, we're moving on. A shortened show. A shortened week, actually. Match of the Week. You got Match of the Week. You got Honorable Mention. I'm going to give it to the women's uh, War Games match. I'm going I'm to give it to them just on the sheer mat, just on the sheer fact that it really did blow the men's match out of the water. Yeah. I was really looking forward to the men's match. So for the women's match to hold my attention and be more enjoyable than the men's match, even with its flaws, we're not going to we're not going to sit here and play you know <laughs> botch botch botch. Uh, yeah. For for an honorable mention, it was it was pretty good. I was expecting way worse. Right on. So honorable mention for me. Uh, a first, it's a first time for everything. The first time a WWE type match, a WWE match, has graced my honorable mention or my match of the week. It was the uh, Heritage Cup match at uh, NXT. Noam Dar, champion against Chad Gable. See, the cool thing about that this match was, was match. Gable was in charge the whole match, but he can't win. <laughs> no matter what, Dar was either using outside interference or just. When Gable thought that he was in control, Dar would counter. He would counter. He would counter. But he would still cheat. He would use that no matter what Gable did. Even though he was clearly in charge, Dar somehow won the match. And that, throughout the good moves, throughout everything, that story building slowly up through the match, that was cool. That was what got the honorable mention. Okay. Match of the week? Oh, no. You go first. Match of the week. I want to hear this one. Ring of Honor Pure Championship from Rampage. I knew it. Katsuyori Shibata, Wheeler Yuta. Again, not only just the wrestling, the story in this match. It starts off wrestling and Shibata's in control. Can't be anything but. Shibata is in control to Wheeler from a headlock to a bow and arrow, into a leg lock, back into a bow and arrow. Wheeler can't do anything. And then he finally... Breaks away, closed fist. Wow. Right after he uses his first rope break, comes up, closed fist, gets his first warning. That was the build of this match. He tries to work back into wrestling, tries to bring it down to Shibata, tries to, like, he spins the whole picture in picture commercial break just in a head wrench, like, just working Shibata, you know? But then it gets back. And Shibata wrestling in control. Shibata's wrestling in control. And just like with Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson, Wheeler Yuta can't get control without strikes. He can't get control without kicking, without punching, without strikes. And that leads to Yuta getting upset with himself, I guess. Referee getting distracted. Yuta having to go for the low blow to finally get the win. Drops Shibata on his head. After he gets the pin, picks him up. Drops Shibata on his head again. Sends him back to Japan. Which, great way to end the storyline. I'm sure you're all familiar if you listen to the podcast with Shibata, with his injury. And the fact that he has to go back to Japan. I'm, I'm guessing visa issues he has to get cleared yeah. up. Great way to end the match. Great way to send him off. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't pick a better match of the week. I totally agree with you. Actually, that was going to be my match <laughs> of the week, too. And that, and j- not just because we're so similar in our taste with, with what's good. But what about Wheeler Yuta? Yeah, no, My seriously. My goodness, that kid. I go. I say kid. Well, he's got to be at least a decade or so younger than me. Probably yeah, closer no. to twenty years. Yeah, probably at this but, point. Yeah, and he's amazing. You're listening to Third League Radio. You know, speaking of uh, 
Blackpool. I like Shota Yumino, and I would like him to be made an official member of Blackpool, not just when they're over in Japan. When they're when they're over in Japan, he's with Blackpool. But you have to have some sort of that. But I would like him to be. It would be nice, but I, I mean, like look back at be, the other factions. Okay, well, no, okay, you've got LFI in uh, AEW. You've also got Los Faction in Gobernadores de Japan over in NJPW. You've got, you know, Bullet Club everywhere, yeah. pretty much. Why not have a Blackpool in New Japan? I would love Shield that. is a part of it. He's got I would, a couple I would love that, but here's the thing. If you're Chaos gonna have Black, is in All Elite. You need, you need to bring someone over in Japan. Yeah. You can't you can't do Wheeler because yeah. Wheeler needs to stay here, first off. Well, you can't do but any you, of them, really. But you really need somebody to stay over there. I mean, Mox I mean, works with them a lot. He works with them a lot, but somebody that can stay there, like, yeah. like let's say that Regal didn't run back to WWE. Uh, and he said, well, I mean, I, I'm not trying to make fun of Regal. I like Regal. I like Regal a lot. I respect him. Yeah. But when he left, like he would have been the guy that should have went over to Japan for a little bit. Yeah. Or and, maybe and done that. See, if Regal's son was a part of All Elite, he could have been Blackpool. He could have went over to Japan. Well, yeah, but that, that would have been a. That but Regal been probably wouldn't have left if his son was an AEW. Yeah, true. He would. He would have just stayed. Would've stayed. And and the thing about Regal is, is uh, very smart. The guy has got great mental acumen. You know, when he's not you know on drugs. Um. Just saying, yeah. just pointing yeah. it out. He'll he'll probably say the same thing. Uh, but at this, but when you're looking at him, the the guy knows he gets it. He just like everything like locks in. And for my money, I, I really think that he's he was one of the people like Willard Unit, come with me. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing that you need if you're going to start something like that over there. Uh, otherwise, you're going to get back to those old NWO factions, NWO Japan. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. Remember that? My that goodness. Was, that it, was rough, NWO man. NWO Japan lasted longer than, than NWO. As a matter of fact, to I, be fair. I, didn't they just end that a couple years ago? Really? <laughs> yeah, just really. Yeah, not that not that long. It ago. wasn't that long. Third League Radio. But that is the show. We'll be back next week talking more about the week that was... We will see you next time, Third League Radio.